All right, Joe, I know that one of us wants to, well, I know both of us want to do the Venom voice. Uh-huh. Should we like flip a coin? Siri, flip a coin. Heads or tails? Heads. It's heads. Awesome. Perfect. Eddie, we need to record the podcast, Eddie, you loser. Give me a moment's peace and take out that trash. We pay taxes for people to come and take the garbage. Hey, listen, Greedy, no more sneaking rides to the junkyard. Yeah, man, take a taxi when you want to go to the junkyard. Hello and welcome back. No, you can't do the intro like him. Can I do the Tom Hardy then? That's I'm not just, it. I'm yeah. a reporter. <laughs> I'm a reporter. I swear I'm American. Hello and welcome back to Hot Trash Unlimited, the show where me, Caleb, and me, Joe, go to the movies to watch movies that we hope will be hot trash. Joe, what did we see this week? Venom, let there be carnage, Eddie. I am a predator. I need to be free. You have got to get control of your aggression, or you will get hauled off into Area 51 live in my body. You live by my rules. I'm sorry. I don't know what came over me. Please let me fix it. So I can bring it again. You are a loser. Daddy Brock, I want to give you my story. People love serial killers. Please, why me? What's mine It's yours. And what's yours? He's mine. Look at all this carnage. Look at me. Let there be me. Oh, happy days, not cheers. This is a sequel to the uh, original Venom film. It's one of those films that just very historically was in production hell. When did Spider-Man 3 come out? 2007. 2007. So it was in production hell for almost 10 years. 11 years. That movie came out in 2018. (laughs) And then it morphed into such a weird project. So I think everybody remembers the trailers. This movie looked awful. Effects were changing in between trailers and, you know, that's kind of normal. But no, entire like scenes of how the effects were were changing. Just everything about it looked bad. And it comes out. Hey, this movie's kind of fun. (laughs) Okay, so it's a tale of two movies, right? Because you have the superhero movie it's trying to be. And that stuff's all boring. Like anything with the supporting cast, anything with... Was Riot the bad guy? Riz Ahmed, yeah. Yeah, with Riot was really bad. All the origin stuff with Venom was super boring. But... There was one shining light in that movie. Two. Well, one actor was Yes, one actor with a shining light. Tom Hardy putting in double the work to make the most cartoony character possible. Mm -hmm. And Venom. Mm -hmm. Because Eddie Brock in this is a joke of a person. I mean, he's like a slapstick gag incarnated. Yeah, and then you add on top of that Venom, who is a child. No impulse control, no understanding of how the world works. The only difference is that he bites people's heads off. And he's a loser, just like Eddie. Would you characterize the first movie as hot trash? Yeah. 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 And like, it's hot trash, and then it goes like a step beyond when Venom by Eminem kicks in. Yeah, I was telling you beforehand, the only two things I remember about Venom is, of course, the infamous lobster tank scene. and Which is hilarious. Yes, and I think it was improvised or something. I don't remember, but I remember hearing that. And then, of course, the... You're a loser, Eddie, like me. Sad thing, we don't get a lobster scene redux, but we do get more loser. Movie ends on Carnage. I Also, apart from the movie, I hate Venom. He's a terrible character. <laughs> That's strong, but... The worst... Okay, you want to hear my 
real hot take. Yeah. He would be the worst Spider-Man character if there weren't a billion other symbiotes who are even worse than him. That's kind of strong. I, I agree with you on the other symbiotes that it gets a little too much. And I'm not big on Venom in the first place. But like after the spot is a Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that that's a strong take. I don't like Venom, but like that's a strong take. I'm sure it is, but man, give me Hammerhead or like you said, the spot any day, the Bodega Bandit. <laughs> and so I was kind of like, okay, this movie's fun, but not enough for me to ever revisit it and probably not enough to see the sequels. But then Andy Serkis gets attached and I'm like, okay, this is a weird pick. And then... Woody Harrelson as Carnage, I start to see clips of him talking. Not as Carnage, just as Woody Harrelson Mm -hmm. as Cletus Cassidy. And I'm like, oh, he is matching Tom Hardy's energy, which is a hard thing to do. And then I keep getting the pre-roll ad where all I hear is Venom going, I am happy to eat Mrs. Chin. And I don't know the context. So I slowly start to get more excited for the movie. I was down for it from the moment I saw the second trailer and it still looked bad. So I was like, it turned out good the first time. I have faith. And I think Tom Hardy understood what made the first one good. And I think Andy Serkis doubled down on what made the first one good. Yes, because Tom Hardy, he he helped come up with the story and he was producer. And obviously he's putting in double time as two amazing characters. The two best characters. He should get an Oscar role for his role as Venom. It's that, great. That's another strong take. My basic take, and it is a really basic take, is... They realized everything that was good about the first movie, and they just doubled down. Everything in this movie is going off of the lobster tank energy of the first movie. Yeah. And that's that's perfect. So what this movie does better than the first one is you don't have to spend 45 minutes establishing Venom. He's there from the get-go. Best part of the movie, we get more of him. And even even when Eddie and Venom break up, you're, you're spending equal time with both of them, baby. Venom's still great. Venom says gay rights. <laughs> that sequence was amazing. Like Just the whole dance sequence. I could have a whole movie of that. Speaking of Woody Harrelson, there was a, li- a one-take live broadcast movie of him and I think Owen Wilson just walking around London that came out a couple years back. I never saw it, but it was one of those Fathom Events things. Yeah. I want that book. But- just with Venom. Just, <laughs> just like walking, walking around. around San Francisco. I think that'd be great. Swapping bodies. You you remember Michelle Michelle Pfeiffer and her boyfriend? Not Michelle Pfeiffer. Not Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Williams. Yes. You remember okay. Michelle Williams and her boyfriend, Dan? They're back in the movie. Minimally, but they're better too. Oh yeah, I, I think- They Mich- are very aware. This movie's a joke and they're not a big part of it. So they're fine with it. I feel like Michelle Williams is actually having fun here. Where in the first movie, I can kind of see behind her eyes, why did I say yes to yeah, this? Yeah, And Dan's just happy to be involved. Dan's happy he's getting an easy paycheck. Fire and sound, baby. Minus the sound. <laughs> but of course, there are two new additions to this. And one is the person we've mentioned a couple times, good old Woody Harrelson. Amazing. I wish he had kept the SciShow Bob hair from the first movie. Oh, yeah, movie, yeah. But uh, It's still pretty funny when he gets the haircut and it's just bang straight down. <laughs> Now, this is what's weird about him is that he's a serial killer, but we have absolutely no idea about like what that entails, which I'm fine with. But you never even see a body. Bodies buried. They had to find the missing bodies. Yeah, but you don't like see what happened to them or anything. No, this is a PG-13 movie. Tom Hardy makes this movie for his kids. That's the thing is it's like everything in the plot is hyper violent. The breakout scene, him being a serial killer, Venom always wanting to eat brains, but you never see anything. When you say it's hyper violent, it's hyper violent in like it's- On uh, paper. On paper, yes. Okay, I was like, Caleb, Carnage turns into a Tasmanian devil tornado. There's nothing hyper-violent about that. that. It's a cartoon. I love that scene. Carnage says a cab, and <laughs> he's all for prison abolition. And then we have Naomi Harris as Shriek. The worst part of the movie. 
Disagree. Really? Naomi Harris is great in this. She is she is matching Woody Harrelson, who is matching Tom Hardy. Um, is Shriek the most interesting character? Does she really get any characterization? Nah, but she's fun. I, I wouldn't even say mine's a hot take. I that's my I just What about her doesn't work? She's just boring. She takes away from Woody Harrelson, I feel like. Woody Harrelson goes from being like really fun to my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, but she's hamming it up too, just as much as he is. I guess. I don't, I don't like her. Like I said, I had a basic take about this movie. And other than saying I like things, I don't know what else to say. It's silly and it doubles down on all this stupid stuff. So I just love that it became a cartoon. Visual effects uh, mastermind Andy Circus says, I know what we will do with these puppets. <laughs> Live action cartoon, I say. Do you think that the problem with this franchise is that there are no problems with it, first no, off. Well, that's not true. No matter what, it's always just going to be a symbiote fighting a symbiote. I'm fine with that because it got better in this movie, at least, to where you could actually distinguish what was going on. Yeah, Riot sucked. Yeah, because he was a gray. And this one's a red one. <laughs> Toxin's coming up. He's a symbiote, right? Yeah, he's a good guy, though. But he's still going to fight Venom. Maybe. Maybe that's also why I like Shriek, was it was something different. She it didn't is. fight Venom, though. <laughs> no. But I'm fine with her having her little side quest. But I think the action's kind of boring because it, it just comes down to big gooey thing hitting the other gooey thing. <laughs> I told I told Alex this because I saw it with him. Venom fights come down to Venom gets really beat up, but it's fine because he's a symbiote until he decides to win. Yeah. Until he remembers that he is the symbiote. His name is the title. Until he remembers I am the main character. There, there really isn't much to say about this movie other than funny. But I, I appreciate in this superhero movies are like, Meant to be taken seriously thing. This movie's throwing it back, looking like not great, but everybody's having a fun time and hamming it up. It's like it's like they came, you know those Adam Sandler movies where he's using it as an yeah. excuse to go yeah. on vacation with yeah, his yeah. friends. This feels not quite like they're all friends, but they're all there to have a really good time with each other. They're all there. They read the script and they're like, okay. Like they read it, it, they read it right before the other takes. It's like I'll I'll wing it. Yeah, it's like, okay, cool. I think Tom Hardy's having a great time with this. We talked in our Capone episode about how his acting, while he is a very good actor, mainly comes down to him doing silly voices. Mm -hmm. And this is the perfect vehicle for that. In this movie, a lot more comes from his silly accent and his silly Venom voice. And also, like, he's got really good uh, physical comedy skills, he too. He's, he's having to fight against nothing. Yeah. The fight scene between him and Venom is hilarious in his apartment i the first one where he's in the bathroom trying to wrangle him when he's like don't eat the cop <laughs> yeah i think there's just such a manic nature to him that really works it's because he looks distressed all the time like it's at a point where in the movie it's like my life is back under control and he's still living in just this the worst apartment in the world and he still looks like he hasn't slept in three days at all times or showered. <laughs> to be fair, he looks like that when he's in Cancun or wherever at the end and that's supposed to be the happy time. I think this. I think Eddie just looks continually disheveled. I will say this, you remember the first movie a little bit better than I do. I saw it twice. This is a movie that's very interested in Eddie's character flaws, but to be perfectly honest, what are his character flaws? I don't see manic energy. He's he's like he's like a tornado. He just doesn't stop. In this movie, I was just kind of confused because I'm like, all of the problems are venom. Like <laughs> all of them come down to venom. <laughs> I mean, I guess it has to do. It's like Eddie, you don't have to be with venom. Yeah, <laughs> venom tells Eddie in this movie, your life like got destroyed before I came into the picture, dude. Yeah, I just don't understand how because I don't remember the first film. This is this is a problem with me in the first film, not this film at all. I don't remember anything about him before Venom. He was very dead set on like, no, Riz Ahmed's a bad guy, which, okay, he was right. But 
he was dead set and just wouldn't listen to anybody. That's that's his character flaw. He just he just doesn't listen to anyone. He's boneheaded. Yeah, perfect to have him match up with Venom. I guess the other thing that. I do appreciate about this movie is that it's like, no, the romantic couples are not going to get together. Instead, you're going to keep having the codependent relationship and that's going to be the happy ending. I don't ever want Eddie Brock to get with Anne. I just want it to keep them to keep teasing it. And then he keeps ending up with Venom because they that- don't even tease it. Anne Stram tells him, nah. <laughs> Yeah, but I think think that was the movie's way of like, we're not going to do this anymore. Yeah. Like she's with Dan. Yeah. Which I am more than fine with. I'm fine with it because after Dan's hospital scene in the first one, Dan disappears from the movie completely. He's just gone. And then he's back in this one. And I'm just like, oh yeah, Dan. And then he's funny in this one. They're they're making him really likable. You want to know my like history with Dan? You don't remember he existed. I forgot he existed until I started watching Venom 2. This movie brings back just about, there's like four characters in that movie besides Riz Ahmed. Was the detective in the first one? No, he's new, but Mrs. Chin was. Oh, I remember Mrs. Chin because she is in the infamous, you'll be like a turd in the wind. Mrs. Chin was really funny in this one. Oh, she's great when she's Venom. Yeah. And just like when she's cradling the, the brain dead guy who Venom has taken over. I want more of these movies and I just want them to be constantly torturing Eddie you know and how, never learning a lesson. You know how with me where I'm like, I'll see a movie that I really like. And I'm like, never make another one. End it at this point. Yeah. Make seven more of these. I, I don't care. <laughs> preferably with like, I'd, I'd be glad with Andy Circus sticking around, but preferably with like lower and lower budgets. <laughs> No, it has to look good. Like it's it's a very visual effects heavy movie at a, at the end of the day. I guess I, I you have to make Venom. I'm thinking maybe like maybe we don't waste actors like Woody Harrelson and stuff. Not saying they're a waste because I think he matches the energy. But you can probably find some community theater actors who can who can match the energy. See, I I have. I have a theory. You, you, do, you say Woody Harrelson was wasted. He's um, really fun in this. He's really funny. Do you wish you were going to get more of him in the future? No. Okay. I, I like have a theory carnage. we could. I, how, I mean, I don't, his head gets bitten off, right? In the spunk. Oh, oh. <laughs> True. He's not in the spunk anymore. I guess spoilers. We're going to talk about the post credits. I mean, we kind of have to, right? Yeah. It's like hot trash in itself. It's hot trash within hot trash. So Eddie and Venom have left San Francisco. They are on the run now. Yeah, they're in, I I think it's Mexico. And they, because they're watching some telenovela. Mm-hmm. They start talking and it's like, Venom's like, I know everything, Eddie. You wouldn't be able to handle it. We get to a point where I'm like, Dear God, they're going to start bringing in Nolan stuff. That's stuff I really don't want to hear about. No, I don't think they would have done Nolan because... I think just with the production, they were going to start this. talking about it. Is what I was. <laughs> this movie, this movie was filmed like three years ago. Yeah. So I don't think they were going to do no. But I did think he's like, I'm going to open your mind, Eddie. I thought that the TV that they were looking at, I thought it was going to flip from the telenovela to a clip from Spider-Man Three. <laughs> And I would say equally great. The one thing that I think would elevate this franchise so much is if Topher Grace came back as a venom. <laughs> but what actually happens, what what actually happens is big orange flash outside, right? When Eddie says, he's, or venom says he's going to do the study. The TV flickers, the room changes. J Jonah Jameson is now on TV. Tom Holland is now on TV. Venom's in the MCU. And he sees, of course, the broadcast where it's like, Spider-Man is public enemy number one. So he's like, bad guy. I must eat Tom Holland's head. The movie ends. 
Yeah, so he's going to show up for two scenes in No Way Home and then get sent back to the Spumps so he can fight Toxin. I want to preface this with, I have been a doubter of anything Sony-related showing up in anything Marvel-related. Because why would you? Like, with the sheer stupidity of the Venom movies. Yeah. Sheer stupidity that I am a fan of, but I cannot believe that Marvel would ever want it anywhere near their universe. I think it makes some Marvel movies so much more interesting if they're willing to take this risk. It is very surprising. It is wild, which is why you talk about Topher Grace's Venom. I've been I've been a doubter of everything going on in these movies. It could happen at this point, man. Like, <laughs> any any possibility of anything returning related to a Sony Spider-Man movie, I think could happen at any point. Yeah, I um, yeah, which makes me more excited for more Sony Pictures movies using Marvel characters. And they have officially ended the Spunk. Have um, they? Yes, they. They made. How's it ended? Morbius that. isn't out yet. I know they've officially they've ended the branding, which never actually made out to any movie. <laughs> Can you imagine Marvel Studios spump? <laughs> but they ended it because now that Loki's out, it fits into the MCU. And I always thought that it would just be in a corner that they no one keep, would ever touch. They'd keep playing with their dolls, and Kevin Feige would keep judging them from on high. But oh my word, it's. I want, I want Venom on the Avengers now. <laughs> the Avengers don't have a leader. You know who could lead them? Eddie. We must lead Falcon Eddie. Okay, you have, you have dynamic of Peter Parker, Eddie Brock. But in this, you have Spider-Boy and bumbling Tom Hardy with a 30-year age gap between the both of them. Be so funny. <laughs> Whoa, man! Why are you eating people's heads, dude? Why is he shaggy? <laughs> I'm excited to see more Venom, which is something I did not say after the first one, and I'm surprised I'm saying now. I was loving this movie when it ended the first time, then the mid-credits sequence came, and I loved it even more. Even though I'm not, like, a huge fan of the MCU, I'm just like, oh my god, there's so many possibilities now. Well, this is your big problem with the MCU, right? Is that you always know what you're going to get. Now I don't. Yeah. Now I have no idea. But what happens, like, the other major possibility is he doesn't show up in No Way Home. And I don't think he'll show up in No Way Home. If he does, it'll be like a post credit scene. No Way Home is going to be so crowded as it is. So that kind of makes me think Venom 3 or the Craven movie, it's going to open up in that hotel room and then it's going to flash back to the normal reality. <laughs> Immediately. Like, you're like... That was weird. <laughs> We've been teased, Eddie. They've talked about Spider-Man being the one that's going to swing back and forth between universes. It's going to be Venom. I feel like Venom's just going to flash back and forth. You know, they're doing another Deadpool movie. Apparently. Uh-huh. Deadpool yeah. and Venom would actually be great together. <laughs> I'm a little Ryan Reynolds out right now, but replace TJ Miller in those movies with Venom. <laughs> This is coming from two people who don't like Venom, <laughs> too. No. I'm just like, put Venom in everything. Yeah. <laughs> Bring back Fox X-Men, but with Venom. Venom. <laughs> Magneto. <laughs> the humans deserve to live, except for the ones that I eat. You know what this whole movie exudes the energy of? You know those, like, trading cards for RoboCop that are, like, toys or animated series for, like, Toxic Avenger? Just oh, like- oh well, yeah, yeah. Like... There's a new Transformers movie coming out. It's it's PG-13, but it's like there's toys for like children who probably aren't going to see it. Yeah, just like, like hyper, seven-year-olds. Hyper-violent stuff that kids shouldn't touch like and shouldn't see. Terminator, Predator. But stuff. then you turn it into toys. Yeah. That is this whole movie's energy, and mm-hmm. I love it. It ain't afraid to be a little silly, which is why 
I give it the designation of hot trash. Yes, this is the hot trash movie of the year. I'm calling it now. When we get to the end, this is going to be our pick for best hot trash movie. That's a, that's a call. I mean, we'll I'd, see. We'll see. Looking forward to what we've got. I I don't think anything can compete with it's this. It's the surprises that are the best ones. That's very true. Very true. Guys, if you enjoyed this, then you can sit on a on a bed in a hotel room and experience an awakening into a whole universe of other podcasts. Star Wars Therapy, All New 52, where we talk about comics. We've never talked about Venom, and we probably never will. And, of course, uh, The Snub Club. And, of course, you can find me at Caleb from the Real World on Instagram and YouTube. Joe, you... I don't do plugs. You can sit over there with your moral high horse. You can be Kevin Feige in this. I'll continue to be trashy Venom. Go in that dumpster fire. <laughs>